Hope you're having a great day so far. Hope you're having some pretty weather, y'all. It's so beautiful here. It's 75 and sunny. I know last week I told you it was freezing here. I tell you, you just never know what kind of weather you're going to get here in Texas. <laughs> but we love living here. I'm so glad you're listening today. And thank you for all of you who have subscribed to this podcast. Last week, so many of you sent me comments. Thank you for that. If you haven't yet subscribed, I wish you would today and maybe leave me a comment. Many of you put what you'd like to hear me talk about. Whatever you want to say, if you want to say how you're enjoying this podcast or maybe give me something that you'd like me to hear me talk about, I'd love to connect with you anyway. This podcast is all about being better, having a better mindset, being a better person all around, and I know that's what I want to be. Today, I want to talk to you about being a can-do person. (laughs) Yes, I said that, being a can-do person. Now, I don't know how you're wired. If you're wired to see the glass half empty, if you're wired to see the glass half full, or if you're wired just to get a brand new glass, (laughs) whatever it is, I know all of us can say at some point or at many points in our lives, we struggle with, I can't do that. I can't do that job. I'm not talented enough. I I can't do this marriage anymore. I can't handle this conflict. I can't I can't handle how my kids are acting anymore. Whatever it might be. Today I want to dig down, down deep and find that can-do person because I know it's in there and I'm going to pull it out today. <laughs> I want to take you back to a story. I used to be a fast pitch pitcher. For, soft, for a softball team, and I played for 12 years, and I loved it. And I want to take you to the scene of the last game of the season, and whoever won this game would be the champions. Our team was one point ahead. The bases were loaded. The, the opposing team was up to bat. I had one goal. I needed to strike this girl out that was coming up to bat, and then we would win the game. The problem was the girl that stepped up to the plate looked like, first of all, she was going to hurt me, (laughs) and secondly, she was going to definitely hit the ball out of the complex. Our coach motioned to the girls in the outfield to move back, way back. If that wasn't enough, it seemed like the crowd was cheering that girl on. You got this. You can do it. Hit it out of the park. She can't pitch. She's not any good. (laughs) I thought they're saying derogatory remarks about me. Y'all, it was getting to me. I was confident in what I could do. I mean, I'd done it for a while, 12 years. I could usually size a batter up and somehow get a strike in. But man, I was feeling the pressure. And that situation got to me. And I think what I did, I tuned out what was in me, and I began to listen to the noise around me. I started to believe what I was hearing. My insides started telling me, April, you can't do this. You're going to lose this game right now. The championship is all on your shoulders, and this sister is going to knock it out of the park, and she's going to win the game, and your teammates are going to be so mad at you. Man, I I had no confidence. And I got in position to pitch, and it seemed like there was, you could hear a pin drop. The crowd became so silent. Everyone was waiting to see what would happen. And as I was focusing on the catcher, something caught my eye. Just above the umpire's head, behind the fence, I saw someone stand up. It was my dad. And there he was with his little five-foot-seven self. He was dressed in his baseball cap, and he had on shorts. And y'all, his legs were the widest legs you've ever seen. (laughs) I think I was temporarily blinded by his legs. (laughs) Yet in the midst of this silence, with all of his might, he yelled out, Come on, April. You can do it. 
This will be the winning strike. Oh, y'all, I can't even begin to tell you what that did for me. That was my dad. Countless hours he had worked with me to be the best at pitching, and if anybody knew what I had in me, it was Daddy. And those words that he shouted out to me at that, mo- at that moment gave me this new confidence. After all, if Daddy said I could do it, I must be able to do it. Well, the long story short, we won. <laughs> the strike went in. We won the game. Everybody was elated. Well, let me ask you something. What changed everything? Did I suddenly get these superpowers and all of a sudden I threw in a strike? <laughs> no, I was a decent pitcher. I had it in me all along. Yet those voices, the can't-do-it voices, almost got to me. And it wasn't until my father got up and reminded me of who I was and what I had in me and what I could do that I gained that confidence back. Once I got it in my mind that I could do it, I unleashed a drive in me, a determination that helped me accomplish what I needed at the moment. See, what am I saying? You have to be careful how you're talking to yourself because you are listening. What does that mean? Get those negative voices out of your head. Get that defeated attitude out of your head. Turn down the naysayers in your life. You may say, April, they're all around me. Turn them down. Stop thinking you aren't talented enough. Stop thinking you're not qualified. You have unlimited potential on the inside of you. Not long ago, I received a call for an amazing opportunity. It was something I had never done before, and it was with a completely different audience that I was used to speaking in front of. And as they were talking to me and explaining everything about the role I would be playing, it all sounded amazing. But you know what? I discovered while while they were talking to me on the phone, presenting this idea, even though I thought, man, this is great, this is awesome, my mind was already saying, I can't do this. I've never done this before. And I had these conflicting messages going on between my heart and my mind. My heart was excited. It was passionate toward what they were saying. Yet my mind had already already decided, thanks for the opportunity, but no thank you. At the end of the conversation, they asked me if I would come on board with them. Y'all, I don't know what happened. My mind said no, but my mouth said yes. And even after I said yes and they began talking, I thought, what did I just agree to? Why did I just say yes? (laughs) I just went with it, though. And when I hung up, I thought, dear Lord, what on earth did I just agree to? I was apprehensive because this wasn't my usual crowd. I knew my comfort zone. I knew what I could do. But you know what? As I began to prepare for these events, now watch this. As I begin to prepare for the opportunity, things begin to unfold. And suddenly, in my mind, I could see how I could do it. I wrote it down on paper, how I could do it. And once I wrote it down, my mind started catching up with my passion and my whole outlook and my whole attitude changed for the better. I began to think, I can do this. I began to say it out loud, I got this. Oh, sure, I was nervous, but I knew I was prepared and I knew I was going to give it my all. Long story short, I did it, and you know what? I loved it, and I'm still doing it. But I want you to see that my I-can't-do-it attitude and my my I-can't-do-it mindset almost prevented me from doing the new thing that God wanted to do in my life. Fear almost held me back from a new chapter unfolding. 
I love what Richard Branson said. He said, if someone offers you an amazing opportunity and you're not sure you can do it, say yes, then learn how to do it later. I love that. That's exactly what I did. See, when you stop focusing on all the reasons you can't do it, you might just be surprised what you can actually do. A positive mind sees the potential and how it can be done. A negative mind sees all the reasons it can't be done. See, all the while I was being stretched and challenged to do more, to be more, to go more places that I'd never been before. And I'm so grateful I pushed past the I can't and focused on the I can. Listen, you may not have all the answers, but you can have a can-do attitude which starts you in the right direction. You may not think you can do the job that's in front of you, but with a can-do-it attitude, it motivates you to try. A can-do attitude gives you power over the negative voices in you and around you. Les Brown said, life has no limitations except the ones you make. Let me encourage you, take a step out of your comfort zone. Do something you haven't done before. Don't limit yourself. You can either make excuses or you can make it happen. Make it happen. Stop wishing and start doing. Stop saying you can't handle this. Oh, you need to get that out of your mindset. Don't say, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. No, listen, start saying, I can handle this. You're not too old. It's not too late. You can do anything you decide to do. Listen, folks, get out of your own way. Stop yourself from stopping yourself. Oh, that's good. Let me say it again. Stop yourself from stopping yourself. Let me ask you something. What could you have done if you would have told yourself you could do it? Listen, you may not have all the answers, but at least be willing to try. Get up every day and say, I can do this. I can do hard things. I have what it takes. I got this. Listen, folks, life is too short to start with limitations and to live in fear of the unknown. You may be thinking, well, April, what if I can't? Well, let me ask you, what if you can? (laughs) Believe you can and you're halfway there. And I know this, you may not have someone cheering you on right now, but I want to assure you of this, to look up a little bit higher because there's a God who believes in you, he's for you, he's with you, and he knows what's in you. He knows your potential. And listen, folks, with him on your side, you can do anything. 